Hey everyone, welcome to the Northway College Ministry Podcast. My name is Ryan Knapp and I serve as college pastor at Northway Church. You are tuning in to our Voices of Wisdom series where we are interviewing different people and mentors who have had significant influence in the lives of our Northway College leaders. For our kickoff episode, I had the opportunity to interview someone who means a lot to me and is a close friend and his name is Scott Sanders. Scott was actually my youth pastor at Northway from middle school all the way through graduation, and I also had the privilege of working for Scott as his youth ministry intern for a couple years in college, and we've been great friends ever since. Scott has spoken so much wisdom into my life over the years, and I can 100% say that I would not be who I am today without his influence, although he might not want to be blamed for that. In our conversation, we discussed the topic of boldness. Boldness is something that I believe that we would all say we want to have this quality, we want to possess this quality, but if we were honest, we would admit that it's a quality that is extremely difficult to embody. And I would say, and I truly believe anyone who knows Scott would affirm that one of Scott's stronger characteristics is his boldness. From big decisions like long-term overseas missions and leaving stable jobs, to even the day-to-day smaller acts, Scott has really modeled true boldness. We recorded this conversation from Instagram Live, so bear with us on the quality and the pace of everything, but I really do hope you enjoy it and are as encouraged by it as I was. Hey, there he is. What's up, man? How's it going? Oh, you know. Look at you with your professional backdrop and everything. (laughs) Did so I have a I have a home studio, you know. That's uh, part of part of being a real, you know, famous person is you have a studio in your home. You're so famous. Where's yours? Yeah, this is the best I got. Sarah decorated it, you can tell. I didn't make that. Wow. Watch this. There you go. So professional. Just the bed just the bedroom, man. <laughs> <laughs> so if you will, tell everybody just a little bit about yourself, your family, your life in, in general, and then we'll kind of get into some questions. Um, so you guys don't distract me with the feed down there. I'm easily distracted, and I'm already looking over these things. And Ryan, your wife says don't hate on her craft room. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, um, I was the, the first place I kind of – came in contact with with Ryan and Sarah is um, at Northway. You know, I was the youth pastor there. That was my first job in ministry. Um, we, we, before that, my wife and I were overseas in Italy, um, suffering for Jesus, if you will. Um, <laughs> I mean, everyone's thinking it. I'll just go ahead and say it. But uh, no, so we were over there for a year and again got connected with Kevin Mills. Um, that's kind of how we got to Northway. And so we, we were at Northway for seven years. Ryan, what grade were you when we got there? Were you in like sixth grade? I think like seventh grade or eighth grade. Somewhere. Okay, I was so, an annoying middle school boy. No, you were never like that. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we, we were there, yeah, for seven years and then we left about five years ago, we went out to Arkansas, which is where I'm sort of from, I'm from Alabama and Arkansas, I guess you'd say, but we went and joined up with a young church out there, um, for 
five years, uh, we jumped in with them. And then recently, we, uh, back in, I guess, mid-November, we left Arkansas, and now we're down in Sarasota, Florida. So now we're suffering for Jesus at the beach. Oh, uh, so life's so hard. <laughs> That's awesome. Except, well, except right now they have them shut down, and I think they arrest you if you try to go to the beach. So you know, probably. That's that's crazy. How many kids do you have? Tell tell them about your kids and your family. So yeah, so Amy Lee and I have been married coming up on 15 years um, in June, and we have two boys and a girl. Uh, Benjamin just turned 11. Nathan is about to turn nine, and Abigail is uh, six. Look at you! You remember that off the top of your head? (laughs) No, I wrote it down. Nice. So let's let's jump into some questions here. Um, so I we talked about the theme being boldness. So what does boldness mean to you? How would you define it? Just kind of talk a little bit about it, just in general. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know how it is for everybody, but boldness is not something that comes naturally to everybody. I don't think. I mean, it doesn't come naturally to me, and I feel like I'm kind of an average guy, so I don't know. But um, as I've thought about, like, what that means and just kind of in my life how it's played out, I mean, I think boldness is anytime you're doing something that's really outside your comfort zone, you know, like they're – and I'm an introvert, and so there's a lot of things that are outside of my comfort zone. So <laughs> um, <laughs> any other introverts out there? Yeah. Um, And so I think for me, like, what's bold for me might be different uh, than what's bold for you or or bold for somebody else. And so, I don't know, I just think it's anything that's that's outside whatever's norm for you, whatever's comfortable for you. That's good. That's good. So would you consider yourself a bold person? So I know that's something that I said I would consider you a bold person, but like, (laughs) is that something that you would have described yourself as? And then... If so, um, when when did you get that attribute? Like, was it something that you've just kind of always been bent towards or is it something that you kind of acquired over time or can you point back to a certain season? Um, so, like I said, I, I'm an introvert and um, – oh, man, hold on. Colby waved. I can't figure out. Hold on. I got to write back. Okay. You're showing your age. <laughs> well, I clicked on the comment thing and like it took away my face and I like to see my face. And so oh, okay. <laughs> I needed to just say something to get it back. Um, sorry, I got distracted again. Uh, so like I, like I said, I'm an introvert. And so like boldness does not come naturally to me. Um, what's weird about my personality is I do actually really, really like an adrenaline rush. Uh, and so you know, there's an element of boldness there, but most of the time an adrenaline rush for me would be like something where there's not really an audience. It's like me and one other person and we're, I don't know, doing something stupid. Uh, sounds about right. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, so yeah, I mean, it's not really natural, um, for me, but so like you guys who have been a Christ follower for a very long time, you know, that, um, that's something that Jesus kind of calls us to is to be outside our comfort zone and, and honestly to live there. Uh, and 
I mean, for me, like one, one of my biggest hesitations about even being in the ministry is I literally hated standing in front of people because I didn't like people looking at me. Um, and I definitely wasn't going to say anything to those people. And so you can just imagine being a youth pastor. Like I do that. Like that's, that's like my job now. Um, (laughs) and so like I, I had to, to really, um, just own it and say like i like if god is calling me to this then then i'm just i have to do it like i don't have a choice i don't have a choice in the matter and i just i think god calls us to live outside our comfort zone in a lot of ways and so there's a couple of verses that as i've kind of thought through this that have really spoken to me over the years the first one is john 14:12 and this is a super confusing verse by the way uh but it's okay. You can still be, <laughs> it's funny. Like you can still like, uh, feel encouraged by a really confusing verse. Um, so it says very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will, this is Jesus talking, uh, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing and they will do even greater things than these because I am going to the father. Yeah. Uh, and so like, I, like, Jesus just said that I would do greater things than him. Like with the power of the Holy Spirit inside of me, I would do greater things than him. And so like, what the heck does that mean? I don't know. Um, I can speculate all day. We could speculate all day. But like, if I believe what Jesus said, that means like doing bold things is honestly not that hard. Right? (laughs) Shouldn't be, I guess. Uh, but then the other verse that, that I really draw strength from is Acts 1.8. I'm sure everybody's heard that one before, but uh, it says, you'll, but you'll receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Um, but I, I heard, I forget who it was years ago talking about this, but that word power in the Greek is actually really cool. It's where we get our English word dynamite. Uh, and so it's like that kind of power, like, is, is pretty impressive if you really yeah. just think about what dynamite does. Um, and like when I was studying that recently, I was back in Arkansas and they were literally blasting through a mountain in order to pave an interstate, you know, that's like cool. blasting through with dynamite. And I'm like, that's where this word comes from. And, and a lot of times in the Bible, actually probably most times in the Bible, it's talking about like a miraculous kind of power. And it's a power that like the Holy Spirit, it's, it's almost like magic dynamite. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because, because it's the Holy Spirit that's the one doing the empowering, that's giving you the words, giving you the ability to do whatever it is that, that's in front of you. And so like, I, I don't know, I draw a lot of, a lot of encouragement um, from those two verses to, to know, like Jesus said, I would do really, really impressive things in my life. And I've got God's magic dynamite living inside me. And so, you know, there's, there's some sort of powerful mystery there. Never heard it put that way. God's magic dynamite. That's awesome. But so what it is, it's out for wisdom. That is that I would expect nothing less from you. So, if I had to kind of summarize it, it sounds to me like you're saying, no, you don't feel like you're naturally just given this gift of boldness, but you still have this confidence, but your confidence isn't like in your ability and what you can do. Your confidence is in 
the Holy Spirit living in you and the truth that comes from scripture. And so I think that's what boldness is. It's being able to live out and act in confidence, but your confidence isn't from you. Your confidence is from the word of God. And so that's just, a, that's a cool like source, I guess, to have there for your boldness. So yeah. can you give us um, just briefly, you don't have to go into a ton of detail, but just like, what are some examples of boldness from your life? Like from some big decisions all the way to just like day-to-day small things. Sure. So um, this part's like awkward because I, you know, like, hey, Scott, why don't you tell us how impressive you are? <laughs> um, so really, I'm just going to tell you some of the dumb things that I've done over the years, but kind of felt like, uh, you know, Jesus was behind it. Yeah. Um, really, probably the biggest, um, I guess, two that I can think of right now when I was in Macon and we left there to go to Arkansas, they, the church there did not offer me a salary. They just said, Hey, we really need your help. Like we need you to come start a youth group and we need you to come start a missions program, but we can't pay you. Um, and so, you know, (laughs) um, so it seems kind of stupid. And honestly, a lot of people were like, dude, I don't know. And, And on top of this, you know, sorry, you know, to this person, if you hear this later on. Uh, but I had a lot of people advise me, like I was going to work with family um, on my side and Amy Lee's side. <laughs> and so I had a lot of people tell me, dude, that is a terrible idea. Um, but we just really felt like God was behind it. And like, I knew this was going to be kind of a like walking in faith sort of thing. And um, I just you know, you just kind of take baby steps and, and start walking that direction. Uh, and uh, gosh, it was, it was pretty cool to watch the different ways that God provided, um, you know, literally housing, food, yeah. I mean, like all of our necessities. Uh, and it was pretty incredible <laughs> to watch both churches, honestly. I mean, Northway was a big part of it, um, sending us out there uh, and then when we got there, just the people and the support were pretty incredible. And so it's just one little thing, you know, a yeah. little step of, of boldness. But it, you know, if you go back to it, if God is calling you to do it, then it's honestly, it's not really bold. Is it bold? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> there's there's a real question for you. But it's really just a, kind of a walking in faith um, sort of experience. Uh, the other one was so like about a year ago i we were at our still still in arkansas and they we we were without a pastor at the time and they asked me to pray about becoming the lead pastor there and so for a lot of people it's kind of like oh hey there's a step up you know you're just the youth pastor you know you can sort of climb the corporate ladder and you can become like the guy in charge or whatever and so i mean it was a little bit of a kind of a dangling the carrot sort of moment uh and it was super tempting and man i went back and forth every day just like oh man i I think i want to do this and oh i think god wants me to do this but you know just i had to take a lot of time to walk through that and pray through that and uh what we actually did obviously was not stay there we we've actually felt like god reaffirmed our calling in youth ministry so for a lot of people that may not make a lot of sense to i don't know that's that's not a climb up the corporate ladder that's a lateral move i guess um 
And so, uh, but it's the same thing though. I, we just felt like God was in it and God was saying to do it. And so it was like, okay, this isn't, we don't, I don't have to question this because we feel super confident that, that God is in this. And so, I mean, it's really just kind of a walking by faith deal. Yeah, that's good. Those are what came to my mind too. And I think of just you go, you and Amy Lee going to, um, going overseas, like for an international mission for, was it a year or, or so? Yeah. I mean, and that I feel like is a big step of boldness. And then I think of y'all leaving a stable job for, I guess, an unstable job. And uh, <laughs> Is that a word? Nope, but we made it up. We're going for it. <laughs> and uh, I learned from you. You're the wisdom that taught me how to do that. Um, and then I think just like even just your day-to-day, though, I feel like you are bold in your conversations that you have with people and the, the truth that you're willing to stand by even when it's difficult. And so I think those are just – good characteristics of boldness right there. So just kind of closing a uh, question for you. Um, practically, how do we get to where boldness is like a characteristic of us? Like how, how do we get to the point where we're able to walk in boldness and in this confidence? What are some practical things we can do um, to do that? How would you advise someone? So um, I think this obviously applies to, to much more than boldness, but I think a lot of this is who we surround ourselves with. Mm. Um, and as an introvert, I don't really want to surround myself with anybody. Um, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> I mean, I'm locked in this room and the four other people in my house are, you know, I don't even know where they are, but I'm happy to be, <laughs> be by myself. But no, um, so it's really when you surround yourself with, people who encourage you towards the things that they know are good for you, the things that they know God is calling you to. I mean, that's a big part of it. And so I, I give a, a shout out. I don't even know if he's listening, but, um, or will listen, but Jared Fincher has been kind of a voice in my life, uh, that really spurs me on, spurred me on, um, for like the last, I don't know, 10 years or so yeah. towards big steps. Um, and watching him take them. Um, and then especially in this last season, just him being just brutally honest with, mm-hmm. you know, on the days where I'm like, dude, I think I should be the youth or be the lead pastor. And then days where, you know, I'm like, I don't know if I should be like just a guy saying, dude, you don't have a clue what you're supposed to do. Go, go yeah. keep praying about it. You know, like, uh, <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Jared's definitely the goat. That's <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently a lot of people think that or at least two of them. But um, so I think it's all, of, it's about who you surround yourselves with. Um, but then there's some practical things. Like I, I had a, uh, a, a life group back in Arkansas that um, if, if I ever felt like I was supposed to um, do something, even if it was like a small step towards, I, I don't know, just something little Um, sometimes I would just tell that group, Hey, I feel like I'm supposed to do this. Ask me next week if I did it, you know, like, I don't know if I'm really going to do it, but if you start asking me and then keep asking me, then maybe I'll do it. Uh, It kind of falls in that category of having people around you that, that you can, uh, do that with. But, um, I, I don't know, like I think following, um, following people, pastors that you can listen to on podcasts that, that motivate you, that challenge you. Uh, even obviously 
probably most people listening are part of a church somewhere and you know there's there's a pastor that's speaking into their lives you know every week anyway but um you have those other other voices too that i mean find people that you can listen to and follow and and if they're not challenging you then go find somebody else because there's like a million people out there (laughs) yeah Uh, the only other practical thing i thought of this is very very practical is sometimes uh, I will set reminders on my phone. Um, Like I know where I'm going to be at what, like a certain time. And I would just like have a reminder that would go off that would say, hey, go have that conversation or go do whatever. And uh, so like, you know, you guys always have your phones, you know, you do. Uh, (laughs) And so every little vibrate or, or a little beep, you have to like grab it out of your pocket and see what it's about. And it's just those little subtle reminders of, Hey, you, you know, you're supposed to do whatever, fill in the blank and go do it. (laughs) That's good. I think those are really practical. So like accountability, surrounding yourself with people and then following people who are speaking wisdom and constantly just flooding your mind with that. I think I would add to it as well. Like if, if boldness is walking in confidence I think we have to come to the point where we realize that we are inadequate, that we are not capable, but God is capable. And that the confidence that we have to live out is the confidence in his word. And so I just think that's, uh, I think that's really big for uh, living out boldness. So um, we're going to give those of you who are listening live, if anyone has a question they'd like to ask Scott, this is your chance to do it. Um, I want to give you a shot, but if not, that's cool too. But does anyone have a question? You can just comment it. We'll see. I'm, I'm sure just... Adam will have something smart to say. <laughs> you, Dude, you and Adam are just, that's a special bond right there. Special is one way to put it, yeah. Anyone <laughs> have any questions? <laughs> Where are the kids? <laughs> Ryan wants you to cut your hair like me. That's a bold. <laughs> well, we're going to repost this, Taylor, so we can uh, <laughs> you can watch the last twenty minutes later on. Oh, that's anyone. Funny. Anyone else got any questions? Abby has a question about where my kids are, but I don't know. I mean, they're probably playing in traffic right now. Oh my gosh, you're a great father. You're a wonderful they're, father. They're old enough, smart enough to you know watch out for cars or whatever they're supposed to do whatever <laughs> hey, right, hey go. speaking of oh okay adam he wants to know who is my favorite it's actually neither one of you um <laughs> you're the worst so speaking of adam's last comment about uh a haircut or whatever have you guys seen the stupid like memes about you know the quarantine haircuts or whatever where like I, I don't know if they're fake or if they did it on purpose but uh i was rolling last night looking up just look up quarantine haircuts and oh man it is so funny that's good what so hey we got we got a legitimate question for you how can you be bold during this time what's something that you can do i guess during the quarantine season <laughs> what does boldness look like well, so, yeah, I mean, that's a really good question. Um, I view what's happening right now as um, kind of a prep for what's going to happen later. Um, it, like walking in boldness, walking in faith is not something that you just like figure out 
in an instant. Um, I mean, you prep for it. And that's like everything in your walk with Christ, like you prep for it. Um, and so I just think right now, like we need to make sure that we're not just like lost in Netflix and mindlessly scrolling social media uh, unless it's stuff like this and then that's okay. Uh, but I mean, I just think right now is a, an amazing opportunity to sharpen up and be ready for what's going to happen next. Um, so, I mean, that it's really, I don't know, it's hard to look past what's happening right now, but it's really short-sighted to not look past what's happening right now. And so there's still ways, you, you know, we can serve people and do bold things during uh, quarantine. I mean, but I don't know, just, Right now, I think it's prepping and then praying for opportunities. That's good. That's really good. Um, we had another question. How do you deal with a situation where those who mentor you or you look up to spiritually give you advice that seems contrary to what God is calling you to do? Yeah, so you have to be really careful. Um, I've had people in my past that I really looked up to. Um, just, hey, my mom says hi. Um, <laughs> hi, mom. Uh, I've had people in my past that I really looked up to, um, honestly just become kind of a disappointment to me. Um, the more I kind of dug into that relationship, uh, the more I realized they weren't really exactly who I thought they were. And so I think this will kind of speak to that question is, I mean, I, I still say that you lean into relationships, um, and you still kind of, uh, do the best you can to be honest with people and raw with people. And if, if people try to lead you astray or they themselves are led astray and you're kind of disappointed with, with how it all plays out, you just, you have to just go into it knowing that might happen. And they're people, they're imperfect people. Everybody in the Bible that you read about um, had, major, major character flaws other than Jesus. Uh, and so like, uh, I mean, gosh, just, I've been reading, um, the life of David right now. He hasn't quite got to the part where, you know, he and Bathsheba, you know, do their thing, but like, uh, I mean, it's just like moral failure after moral failure for people that, that God really used in a big way. So you just have to be careful. And you just almost have to, when it happens, go, well, you know, we're people, we mess up and we show each other grace. So yeah. I mean, it's just over and over again, that happens in my life. And so um, it's still worth it. In the end, it's still worth relationships. It's still worth, um, you know, having those people in your life, but you just have to know that's going to happen. Yeah. You're I think it's foolish to not believe that. <laughs> It's poor. It's important to realize that people are people, like you said, they're sinful and that our ultimate authority is the word of God. And so anything that strays from that, we've got to kind of discern and filter through. So I think that that's good. That was a really good question. Anyone else have any questions before we sign off? Uh, last chance. All right. Well, Scott, thank you so much for doing this. Um, thank you for just all the wisdom you've imparted on me over the years. And then that, you got to share with uh, the people listening. Uh, I really appreciate you doing that. And thank you guys for joining on 
uh, live. We really appreciate that. And thank you for all of you who are going to watch this once we post it. I'm looking forward to next week. So I will talk to you later on, Scott. All right. Thanks, you guys. It was fun. See you, man. Bye. Bye.